What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., and as you can see, I have to my left, maybe you're right, my old so lovely wife, Krista Jones. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. That's good. I'm glad that you are here today. We're going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, before we do have the fun, I do want to do a shout-out today. And so, as y'all know, I do like to start off with shout-outs, and the shout-outs come for people who do comment either on the YouTube videos or make comments comments on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and so this one comes from youtube and it comes actually from my family member right who has a youtube channel called better body tips so shouts out to you for commenting on my video and i'll put links down below for their youtube channel that you can go support and show love to them okay so hey we're here for that family unity coming together so at the end of the day we're here to talk about transitions right largely because this is the ending part of may which means a lot of people are graduating either high school but then even college um and then the list goes on right and then even now right it's kind of i don't know if it's still known as maybe you do know but if it's known as like the great migration or the great what is it called uh where people resignation oh what was it called? The Great... The Great Resonation. The Great Resonation. Is it still a thing right now? I don't know. Okay. So, it times passed, right? Not too far in the past. It was known <laughs> as the Great Recession. Wow. Got him. The Great... Resignation. Resignation. Thank you. So, even with that being said, that lets us know of other types of, you know, transitions people are dealing with. And so, I mean, the list goes on. The litany goes on. So, we're going to talk about a few. And so, one of them that I want to talk about with is for those that are transitioning out of college. Now, that could be for many reasons. It could be because you graduated or it could be because you realized it just wasn't for you, which has its own situations of itself but and all with the all for those that have graduated college shouts out to you um even for those who didn't man like shouts out to you for trying for whatever reason that you have to get out shouts out to you for making the attempt but for those that have graduated like man you are now about to endeavor upon life beyond school which is a huge transition in itself because school has its own like buffer system its Mm -hmm. own like structure that keeps you track right you know you're gonna go to a certain amount of classes you know what time your classes are you know where you need to be you know the schoolwork you're gonna have to have you know with the syllabus and everything but once you graduate it's you yourself your job whatever you choose to do your entrepreneur endeavor whatever it is that you're doing it's you and that and that is what you're doing each and every day um now i transitioned from college and went to school um pretty much immediately but you know i know you you didn't do you it You stayed from college, like you went from your undergrad undergrad to your master. Right, mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. so yours wasn't like that, was it? Um, No, I took some time off. Right, right. So yeah. how was that like transition time for you at, once you graduated from college? Well, I was already working. Gotcha, so while I in was, college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I basically always worked since I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. So I was already working. So mm-hmm. for me, when I graduated, I just continued. Mm-hmm. I continued to work even in between that time of transitioning or, you know, going back to school for mm-hmm. my master's. So I I think that helped the transition be smoother because yeah. I was already working. So right. I wasn't, you know, out of a job and then out of school and mm-hmm. just out. Why? Trying to figure it (laughs) Um, out. Right. I was working, but yeah, so that's, for me, it was, it was a pretty smooth transition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And so you were working, you graduated from college, working the same job you were working while in college. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Well, that worked out. Yes. And I think a lot of people actually do that. Like, if you plan mm-hmm. well, right. you'll a lot of times either finish off with an internship at a place and True. then hopefully, you know, get offered a position there because going into mm-hmm. the internship, you let them know you're in your final years. Right. And, you know, you're wondering, can this turn into a job opportunity mm-hmm. at the end in mm-hmm. the next six months or mm-hmm. whatever that time frame is. So mm-hmm. if you're about to be graduating, that's just a tip. Um, mm-hmm. Like when you're looking at internships and things like that in your final years, like yeah. seeing, hey, I'm going to be done and then X amount of months, like, is this going to be able to transition into a job opportunity if Mm. I show um, as I'm spending my time here doing my work that that I can do well? That's good. Um, So I think that's really important to Mm -hmm. think about. So, yeah, it definitely made it easier. And then as well, you don't have as many people not being able to work in the field Mm. um, that they're... That's true that their degree is actually Mm -hmm. in again a lot of that ends Mm -hmm. up when people wait until after they graduate they're trying to find a job Mm -hmm. they're out of that bubble if -hmm. you will of college and it's like well no you're adulting and you need to make money Mm -hmm. you're not getting that financial aid or whatever Mm -hmm. you were before and so now you end up doing fill in the blank just so you can get a check Mm -hmm. and you don't have the liberty or the time to try to find something that's actually in your field. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, years later, you're just doing this random thing. Mm -hmm. Very true. And, (laughs) you know, that has its own situations and repercussions. But even with that, you're right. Because even when I finished college, I had the idea that I want to go into the military. And to go into the military, the job that I wanted to have as a chaplain, I had to have my master's. So that led me to then pursue my master's immediately after college. So even depending on what it is that you want to do, it may have you to transition to something rather immediately or flow into what you were already doing within your undergraduate school of studies, right? Your latter part of the year. So there's that transition. But even with that, you have to make your moves. You have to leave the campus, which is huge. Well, for me, it was huge because I, I loved LSU's campus and just the overall environment, right? Because I was a Georgia boy, right? I say was because now I'm like a Florida boy, I guess. I mean, I've been here long enough to say that. But um, (laughs) I was a Georgia boy that relocation to Louisiana that and I loved it. Like it was a breath of fresh air. And I knew I was going to go back to Georgia because life was just a little bit easier there to make the transition. So even with that, right, there's a transition and stuff. You have to figure out ways to make life better for you. Uh, It didn't make sense for me to stay in Louisiana and acquire all of these different loans and debt and things like that to go into my master's program i could just go home and stay with my parents thankfully i was able to go back to my parents and not have to pay for rent and all that good stuff but i could save money while planning to make money by going into my master's program so i mean those right there so many different transitions for you all that may be transitioning now out of college um not even trying to think back to high school like that was just a blur um like anything (laughs) stands out to you from that transition yeah, after I graduated, I went to Atlanta. Gotcha. Um, and I stayed with my god sister. Mm. So, and I worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked at a summer camp. Nice. Um, so I guess for me, I like the idea of adulting. Mm. So, 
I was happy to go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, after I graduated, when you say from, adulting, what does that mean? I like the idea of adulting. I like um, the, living that. on my own, making yeah. my own decisions. I've mm-hmm. definitely always been the type of person that. If I believe in a decision that I'm making, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, I'm willing to stand behind the repercussions of that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a big part of adulting, not just, oh, I get to live where I want, do what I want, you know, Mm -mm. all those things. But being also being responsible enough to say, Mm -hmm. and okay, I understand whatever decisions I make, good, bad, whatever, I can you know, manage and work my way through them as an adult and Mm -hmm. continue to make decisions. And so I was happy, like I said, to Mm. be an adult and be able to make my own choices and my own decisions. So, yeah, yeah, after I graduated from high school, really soon after, like probably within a week, (laughs) um, I moved to Atlanta. And um, I... So I was in Atlanta and I was there for the whole summer, like I said, with my god sister. And then I came back mm. to Tampa and I went to community college mm-hmm. um, for two years. And then I moved back to Atlanta to mm. finish my bachelor's degree gotcha. at a four-year university at mm-hmm. Georgia State University. Nice. And then that's when I graduated from there. But yeah, so for me, even out of high school, um, I just remember wanting to be an adult and Mm. wanting to take that transition and so if there are any younger people on the podcast that are listening Mm -hmm. i would just say one know that it's totally fine if you're like no i know i want to adult and i want to do my thing just be expecting and be willing on the other side of that to one do what you need to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) adulting i worked um Mm -hmm. and then two be willing to take responsibility mm. for your adult decision because ultimately being so adamant about that decision may mean that your parents are like, okay, well, our thing is you can stay as long as you need to, but once you leave, you leave. Mm. And so if that's your parents' thing, make sure that, you know, that's a decision that you want to make. Correct. And you're willing to back that up and do whatever, you know, whatever comes with that. Um, if... Your parents are the type that are like, no, you can come back, which my parents are like, oh, okay, come back. I didn't actually really want to come back that much, Mm -hmm. but I knew it was necessary because um, I wanted to go to community college, Mm -hmm. start school and stuff like that. And so even then, that was a part of an adult, reasonable decision. I knew I didn't want to drift through life working um, random jobs, so I did want to get higher education, Mm -hmm. and so... It was like, okay, this is a wise decision to go back home Mm -hmm. so that I can do these different things so that, again, I can work. And I didn't even stay at home um, that whole time. I want to say I stayed at home a couple months and Mm. then I moved out and got a a place. So um, even when I was back in Tampa, I didn't always stay with my parents. But Mm -hmm. so, yeah, for younger people that are watching, I would say just make sure you have a plan and be Mm -hmm. willing to take responsibility. And then for parents that are watching that maybe parenting teenagers, I would say if you have a child that's like me that's adamant about no i want to go and i want to adult let them adult Mm. let them adult um help them when you feel like you should in ways that god is leading you to Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know don't be a crutch for them my parents definitely were not a crutch for me when i said i wanted to leave and i wanted to go you know it was a, let me say, it was a mutual, you should leave. I want to leave. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. So that ended um, well. <laughs> so if 
if you're if your child is saying that they want to leave, let them leave, mm. but let them adult. I wasn't oh I want to leave, but then send me checks every month. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I had to get a job, mm-hmm. and I had responsibilities, yeah. and yeah. I had to pay you know for these different things. I stayed with my god sister, but I paid her rent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So make sure that it wasn't astronomical. She's my mm-hmm. god sister, <laughs> mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. again, my parents weren't sending me that money that I was paying her like. I was choosing to adult. And so they were like, okay, adult. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say let them, Mm. don't discourage them from doing that. Yeah. Um, If they want to, try to just respect the fact that they are adults. If they're 18 and they graduate and they're adults, they say they want to leave, let them leave. Mm. Um, Keeping them home is when they already communicated they want to leave is only going to frustrate everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so... So, oh, so true. Not even love the aspect of transition where you were there in Atlanta, came back to go to community college, finished community college, and then went back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, which is a transition itself to go from community <laughs> college to a four-year college institute, mm-hmm. right? And so that had its own scenario. So, like, was it a rough one, tough one, or were you already schooling it? So it was like, okay, this is another level of school. Um, for me, it was easy. So I, like I said, I came back to uh, Tampa, right. and then I started going to community college. I actually, as soon as I found out I did not have to stay in community college for two years, I was like, they're like, no, you just need. I think I just needed like thirty credits, okay, or something like that. Okay. Um, and I was like, so oh, two semesters, really? All I need is thirty credits. So mm. it's literally as soon as I found that out, I applied. Mm. <laughs> I applied gotcha. to, to leave because okay. I wanted to leave. Oh, to um, <laughs> Yes. So okay. as soon as I saw my counselor and they're like, oh, no, you only need 30 credits. I was like, oh, I have 30 credits. And I was always um, a pretty good student. So I had A's and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. A's and B's. So it was no issue. So mm-hmm. I applied. Mm-hmm. I got in. Um, and thankfully, again, my parents, they always were... They were big on education. Yeah. They were big on helping us if we were doing something productive. And so they did help me pay when I went to community college. And, nice. they, and they paid for my um, tuition when I went to Georgia State as mm-hmm. well. They mm-hmm. were like, okay, we'll pay for that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're doing that. That's productive. We'll pay for that. So they did pay for that. So when I got up to Atlanta, got my dorm and everything situated, I would say the biggest transition with that was just the paperwork, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, the paperwork mm-hmm. of school, transcripts mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. But when I went up there, I stayed on campus my first semester because mm. my mom was like, no, you should stay on campus your first semester. And in retrospect, I'm really glad she said that. I yeah. wish I would have stayed on campus longer. Respect. Um, I get it. I stayed on campus my first semester, but then after that, I got an um, apartment. Um. Apartments, right? I'm going to say apartments because every time we go to Atlanta, so obviously she went there. I, my parents, right, they still live there, so we still visit. And we could be right down the city of Atlanta, and Crystal has probably stayed at, if I'm just counting off the top, probably like eight or ten different apartments. Ten, Hey, like every time we drive, it's like, oh, I used to stay there for a little bit. Like, wait, what? How did you stay there for a little bit? What does that, what does that mean? I stayed there for a little bit. Oh, me and my roommate, she'll name roommate, stayed there. Yada. I'm like, how, Sway? But nonetheless, <laughs> I mean, that was my number, but you may know the real number, but my, I'm going to stick with my number. <laughs> he because, stick with my number. I was going to say like five, but I mean, ultimately. Even when I met you, you had 
you had then we had stayed in three apartments in Atlanta. So Oh, I didn't know you were counting us. I'm not too. counting that, but I'm just saying oh. it to say how I can see how quickly you can move. <laughs> right. And I just mean move in general. But um and it all with all like that segues to one of my biggest transitions, which was when we were married, right? Um, and I say it was a big transition. You know, it was a big tra- big one because one... I had a lot of transitions before we got married. No, it's cool. Okay, you I left share? the country and everything. Right? Okay, so what would you say was your biggest transition? I would say... I think I have two, but... Maybe prior to marriage, I would say one oh, of the biggest transitions I made was moving. Mm-hmm. Out of the country. Gotcha. <laughs> um, because, yeah, that's a lot of people, unless you're in the military, you don't mm. just up and move out of the country. Right, right. So, right. so that was a big transition for me. Mm. Obviously, I couldn't be on the phone and all that mm. stuff, cause especially back then, there were mm. like international plans. And what stuff do you mean like back then? You're not old. You're I'm saying old. like, but we we're going on eight years of marriage, so this was at least ten years ago. Okay, like Let's put it in perspective. Okay, 2012 <laughs> international well, plans wasn't like least. a thing, right? So I mean, I'm just making sure you know people don't think you're like ancient old. Oh, I'm you 35. Said like, you said back then, like it was a long time ago, but nonetheless, within a decade, there was an international calling. I mean, as we are kind of talking about back then though because you have to think when we were in mm-hmm. college or I'm two years older than you so mm-hmm. I know for me I remember in my freshman year or not freshman year but so I was in my junior year, sophomore junior year when I first got to Georgia State iPhones just came out Okay, there were no iPhones so that's right. back then <laughs> I mean, there's that, but it was still international <laughs> calling back then. Right, you could, right, but right. I'm just saying, like, it was really, really expensive, so that wasn't, gotcha. I couldn't just call home, like, hey, so I miss everybody, so what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. no, like, calls were, like, once a week, I might call for, like, there you go. 10 minutes, and nice it was in time. a designated location, like, I didn't have my yeah. phone, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so, um... But that, to your point, there was a time before iPhones, which was still a good time, <laughs> because, I mean, there was the Palm Trio, and there was the Blackberry, which I have both and love both, so... Saying all this, say like, yeah, there wasn't time for an iPhone, but I mean, hey. you weren't getting pictures like FaceTime and all that. That's what I'm saying. No, nah, you weren't. You weren't gonna do that. <laughs> if you had Blackberry, you had that BBM chat, right? But anyway, that's right. Uh, but so, yeah, so I would say that was definitely one of my biggest transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only gone like a couple months, like four months or so, but um, that was cool. That was a big transition because, mm-hmm. like I said, just literally. Right. By yourself, too. <laughs> get right. Mm-hmm. Um, I went for a program. I was in a program. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't go with anybody right. that I knew. Right. So. Which is another piece. <laughs> um, but outside of that. So, anyway. Mine. Like I said, one of the biggest one. But then I would say there's one to follow. But one of the biggest ones is when we were married. Because, I mean, then and there, I had a responsibility, right? Because that's how I looked at marriage. As the husband, you are responsible for not only leading your home, but also providing as well. And so I was like, oh, snap. And at the time, I didn't have like a nine to five or like a clock in job scenario. I had like a in-home situation Um, because my parents are just that loving and gracious. But nonetheless, I was like, okay, I got to find a job. And so thankfully, um, at our church, 
they were doing a job fair. And at the job fair, they were offering jobs. And so I just happened to sit in front of somebody that also went to the church and we connected and I had a job like that. So that was beautiful. But then beyond that, that transition of like, you know, living with somebody is thing of its own um and it was just fun at the end of the day mm-hmm. it was fun but then it was like man is she like still here that was a part of my thought because i was just used to being by myself i was raised in a home as the only child and so i didn't have to share anything i didn't have to mm-hmm. share my room i didn't have to share the bathroom i had a shared closet it was just mine i had mine and I, it was known it was mine and so you know having a spouse is like no yours you have no longer yours you have like our stuff and then like <laughs> i think our first apartment we were at capitol gateway mm-hmm. and, and so it was, a one bedroom. it was a one bedroom one bath and that grew us because we had to learn how to work together and things like that uh i learned a lot about women um that i didn't know but you know as far as like hair and stuff right uh-huh. you know? yeah well eliminate the thoughts that you may or may not have but nonetheless you know learn about that and things like that so that was a fun transition but then after that i would say once we had rain like that was a big transition as well Mm. because it's like wow there's another human being a baby human being that i am the father right (laughs) because you know with you right you you have a mother you have a father and so push come to shove you can go to them but not this baby i'm the baby's father so it's like (laughs) i'm responsible and so like that was a huge moment um that i you know could only thank god for but that was like a huge transition that opened my eyes up to not only the future but what i need to do presently to get her reign was the first to you know ultimately the lifestyle that i ultimately and we ultimately want her to have mm-hmm. like i said ultimately so many times but ultimately y'all get it <laughs> uh with it all it all like from there it's like okay cool but now like i said we're in a, a day and age where, which I'm excited to get to this point, where um, people are doing the great, I don't know why I want to keep saying great migration or great recession. Did it's you say some people ha- are resigning. Signing. I mean, I'm just want to read the headlines. The headline says the I great. Mean, I don't know if the headline is still like a thing, though. <laughs> well, it still was like even like it was back in the day. You know, say so like back in the day when okay. you couldn't make international calls. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, back in the day when people were resigning, the great resignation. Thank you, Father, for giving me those words. And so, you know, that was something that you did do. Of course, after us having conversations, of course, after you praying, making sure it was the right thing to do. Um, but once you made that transition, right, uh, which we're still in the year of the mm-hmm. transition um, with January being the last month of working a, you know, regular nine to five. But now being a total entrepreneur and doing entrepreneur things. So what went into i'm gonna just ask like the thought process of making that transition because i'm sure other people may want to do it have thought about doing it um kind of like double dutch like should i do it should i not but like what was like that staking the ground this is what i need to do um honestly god boom (laughs) like yeah it was just God, like, yeah. for, for me, for my situation, it was something I knew he was telling me to do. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. Right. So, did it take you a while to, like, come into grips with, okay, God, you said it, so let me do it? Yeah, it definitely did. Okay. Um, there was different stages, like, is this what God is saying? Then it was, like... Well, I don't know if Ricky, how Ricky's going to feel about that. Then talking to Ricky, he was like, no, I mean, fine. Do whatever you feel like God's telling you to do. Period. So then it was like, oh, man, okay. 
so God, did you really say that? Like now, especially, and I think even then just, I don't want to say the weight, but just the consciousness of, it's not just me on a whim moving to a different state or a different country or doing whatever thing I'm doing, Mm -hmm. willing to take a responsibility. It's like, well, no, I have a family. Mm -hmm. I have a husband. I have kids. And I can't just do things. And I think that's always made me feel really flexible and Mm -hmm. fluid in available to transition Mm -hmm. because I always felt like if I did the wrong thing, I could just do something else. Right. Um, that was something my dad always said. Correct. If you make a wrong decision, just make another decision. Boom. And when it's just you, that's really easy. True. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's been times where just me made a decision and it landed me living in an apartment with somebody else for, you know, a friend for a couple of weeks just to <laughs> figure some you. stuff out. One of eight. One of eight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sharing a twin bed. Like, right. with just me, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then I can make another decision in the near future that helps, mm-hmm. you know, transition that situation. Mm-hmm. But I can't take myself and you and the kids to a twin bed with mm-hmm. a friend mm-hmm. in a room. Mm-hmm. and a, You know what I mean? So I think that was a thought yeah. that I definitely had to work through. So it was just like, okay, God, I want to I wanna make sure this is you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before I step out and make this decision. Yeah. And so I did. I did. You know, I made sure, like, this is definitely <laughs> God. Right. Um, and I feel confident even now knowing like, no, it was definitely good. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is sponsored by A Purposeful Pursuit, which is my wife's YouTube channel, which you can go on there, ladies or gentlemen, if you're single and need any advice on how to go from being single to being married, okay? It's a YouTube channel for you. And make sure you comment down below when you do go to the channel, when you do check things out. Let her know you're there. Let her know where you came from. And hopefully you can find you a spouse, okay? Because that's what we all about. Helping people go from single to married, okay? So go ahead and go there. Let's go! Even in that transition, and things like that knowing it was god um how has it been right so now we're probably what three months four months into it um how would you say that transition is still building up who you are and where you are today and the mentality that you may have to have um so i would say it's definitely a transition that's continuing to transition absolutely (laughs) Which is the great part of the um, conversation. I feel like one of the things for me particularly mm-hmm. um, in resigning that I'm coming into the knowledge of more and more was God needed to get me in a space where I could hear. Mm. Um, prior to me resigning, I would call and talk to one of my close friends and I would just tell her, like, I just, I feel like I'm so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. or bombarded that I I can't even hear. Yeah. Like, I can't hear. Yeah. Um, And so, I just, I feel like God definitely needed to just kind of extract me and get me in a place where I could hear Mm -hmm. his voice and what he was saying um, concerning my life and Mm -hmm. what he wanted me to do. And I know even when I first transitioned, I had a lot of plans about what I was going to be doing. And Ricky would come home and he'd be like, what did you do today? (laughs) And it would, but it was literally like, God told me like, Crystal, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, stop. But he just kept impressing that on me. And he's like, you need to stop. And so at first I was trying to still do a lot, but then eventually I yielded to God's voice and I was like, okay, 
okay? I'm just going to stop. And probably for like a week or two, like I did, I really just kind of like, I put pause on like everything. And then that's when God really started talking to me mm-hmm. and I was able to finish writing a book and yeah. some other things. And so, um, yeah, I know for me it was important for me to be extracted just so I could start to really hear clearly from God mm-hmm. concerning some things again. And yeah, I'm still, I'm still transitioning cause it's like you continue, you hear and you keep hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said like, what, what does it take to do that? Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. like one of the things, if you're considering resigning, one of the things that it takes is, I would say it's important to have a word from God. Um, Cause I'm also the person that I always told people like, don't quit one job before you have another one. Like you're an adult now. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> unless you have a word from God to do that, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just call being responsible. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would say that it takes is um, you can't be a lazy person. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. And you can't be a lazy person. Yeah. You can't be a lazy person and an entrepreneur because there are times and days where I want to take off, but I need to get things done. And so I get them done because if I don't get them done, I'm not going to still get a check at the end of the week and mm-hmm. say, I'll do it next week. Mm-hmm. You don't get the true. check if you don't do the thing, if you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so there's that. There's growth, um, ladies and gentlemen. There's growth. <laughs> so, well, no. And like uh-huh. I said, I took that time when I needed to take that time yeah. because I knew that was what God wanted me to do. But, right. um, and then there are still days where I know it's like, I need to, there's, there's definitely still a balance in entrepreneurship of you shouldn't work seven days a week. Um, you need that time to refresh and be able to be of clear mind so you can hear from God. Um, so you can talk to him, even God rested in creation on the seventh day. Mm -hmm. So you should still find balance and rest. Um, so yeah, so that's something I would say that it takes though understanding, the importance of doing the things that you need to do. Um, and I would say even having an idea of what you want to do, even if it shifts, even if it changes, God works and does some things with that, that's fine. But you should have a starting place, at least in your mind, <laughs> of where you want to go and what you want to do. So you're not then just trying to think of something from day one. Like at least have an idea. No, that's good. Even with the uh, respect of the idea scenario, because even even as you were saying that, I was just thinking personally how even this podcast is a product of transforming and change and things like that and transitioning. Because uh, when I talked to Crystal about making the transition and the name change and things like that, she was a little apprehensive in the beginning, which I get, right? Because, I mean, how many changes are you going to do to do what you want to do but i know even in starting i was like well with the podcast when i initially started i was just i just want to do a podcast i just want to talk i want to be on radio i want to do this first just to get my feet wet and get a feel for everything and so hey boom this is where i am and so then i was like okay i need to be more structured i personally ricky loves structure and so i then took on the structure of the pursuit of destiny podcast scenario where we were doing affirmations then we we're talking about it on a personal perspective then we're going to talk about it on a business perspective because those were the different avenues and areas that I was passionate and still passionate about. But then I was like, okay, I want to be like relaxed. I want to be me. I want to do me, me way, right? And so I was like, okay, we have to change these things up. 
all all that to say it's just different transitions and all that to say even to the point of what pastor poe would say is make a decision make another decision at the end of the day like yes the decision first was to get started but then it transitioned to okay let me be more structured now i have a regimen but now the transition is all right let me just be me and so now it's the ricky jones jr podcast where i feel like i could be free to be me and do it me way and so there's that but even on our other pod or excuse me not even i would say this mm-hmm. Go ahead. i wasn't apprehensive of you doing the podcast your way or doing mm-hmm. the ricky jones jr show so I don't want it to come off like I was apprehensive of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I 100% supported that. I was just like, maybe don't make an announcement because mm-hmm. you've multiple times like announced what you're doing with the show. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, no, just do whatever you want to do. So I wasn't apprehensive or opposed to the actual idea of what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I was always supportive of that gotcha <laughs> see I, I like a grand opening so you know <laughs> boom you get to hear both ways it is today uh but when i say both ways like what she said but then also my interpretation of what she says which happens in marriages but even in that i will say that there was even within marriage there are transitions that happen with you as an individual and so like i said me being more like calculated and methodical is who i am but crystal is definitely one that even as she has expressed she'll make a change she'll make a decision and live with the decision that she makes and you know now being one with her i'm kind of like that too and so all that to say like different transitions happen for various ways but in it all with it all we make the transition but do it in a way that we're okay with the decisions that we make and i was even about to say like with our various youtubes we have what now four i'm gonna call it four functioning youtube channels but they all came out of one they just transitioned from the different things that we were doing things Mm -hmm. that we were passionate about things that we felt like were purposeful in our lives to do and so boom one turned into four and you know our desires is to stop there but the list could go on but i'm saying that to say like transitions happen for various ways but it's okay because you'll find a rhythm you'll find a way to get things done i was just talking to my uncle um and mom today but in the conversation he was just saying like man like you all are consistent with your youtube channels and that's the hardest part which is very true a lot of people fall off from doing various things because of consistency Mm -hmm. um but that was something that i saw from my father but then to come down here in tampa to hear from crystal's father as well um it's cool I, i you know and talking to my dad too i was like man like dad you did a lot of things and show me things not necessarily putting words to those things but coming here has to pull put a lot of words to what he said and things like that and one of his things was consistency is the key to breakthrough and so just being consistent in whatever transition that you're doing for a longer period of time than the first sign of dilemma comes up like will help you in so many different ways and allow for you to see the actual breakthrough that you ultimately want to have in the midst of that transition so you know we we make transitions we make changes we reface rebrand is what happens right even nike nike doesn't have that same swoosh and nike up under each and every shirt no they transition to different looks different brands gotta get it out the list goes on and so you will as well talking to my lovely wife one of the greatest i won't say greatest but one of the current transformations that she has per taken in is to transition not only into entrepreneurship but then having a speaking engagement and saying like now it's being interesting being known and called an author and a public speaker so like 
knowing that those two things are added to your repertoire and how some people may just know you as those. Like, how would you say that transition has affected you so far? Knowing that it's still new, but the speaking part, but the author, you've been an author, you've written, this is your second book you've written, but like, how would you say you've taken on I mean, I think it's fine taking it on. I think, I don't know. I don't really think about it much, Mm -hmm. I guess, unless I'm doing it, actively doing it. Um, I think it, especially for their writing, it's cool because it shows the hard work I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I wrote my first book years ago. So... It's cool in that sense. I think with the public speaking, yeah. it's an adjustment because it's just not my, I won't say my preference, but it's just not, I'm not one of those people that in my core dreams of being on big stages. Mm. Um, I I do it, I'm willing to do it out of necessity to understand it allows me to talk to more people at once. Um. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. And so, are there any other transitions that you are working through or dealing with the, the current that you may feel is necessary for those that are listening to help them? Um, no, not really. I would just... No. If anything, I would say just hear and keep hearing. Life mm-hmm. is a series of transitions. Mm-hmm. So... As soon as you believe you've arrived in one place, there's going to be an opportunity to transition to another place. So That's true. Hear and keep hearing. Boom. Boom. Well, with that, I appreciate you, ma'am. Thank you for uh, joining us and speaking with us on the topic of transitions because, you know, I knew you had quite a few that you had going on. But at the end of the day, had some insight on how to help others as they are as well dealing with transitions. So much appreciated, ma'am. Yes. All right, great people. So for this version of Boom or Buzz, it's going to be with this here tool. For those that are listening on the podcast, this here tool that I am holding is known as an oral brush, okay? Uh, But more than anything, it's a tongue scraper, which I'm sure a lot of people that you may know, I'm not talking about you, but people that you may know have probably never felt this. Now, this is something that I think is necessary for everybody to have, largely because as you scrape your tongue after you brush your tongue and floss your teeth and, you know, use the gargle and all that good stuff. What is it called? It's not even called gargle. It's called mouthwash. When you use the mouthwash, this is something that you want to have in your repertoire as well because it's going to get away those... Nasty, 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 nasty. I don't even know what it's called, but it's a nasty film that comes along your tongue and things like that as you eat various foods. So it's something that you want to have, okay? It's going to keep your breath fresh, but then also make your experience enjoyable when you are talking to other people, especially in close proximity. So if you wonder why your breath may be stinking, it's because you don't have an oral brush, okay? So obviously this one gets a boom because my lord, it has radically transformed my life, but I'm not going to act brand new. It's not something that I've had all my life. This is something that I had because my dentist, my dentist, dentist hygienist, she was cleaning my mouth and all that good stuff cleaning my teeth and she was like hey man like you have a tongue scraper i was like no i don't have no tongue scraper it's a tongue scraper and she was like oh you need to go get one like go get one right now and i was like okay cool and i've been scraping my gosh daily daily this film just 
go into the sink. So with that being said, a little quick plug, but I'm trying to help you at the same time. Go and get you a uh, Aura brush. Okay, I found this at Walmart. Uh, shouts out to them for having everything at a low price, as they say. And uh, so you can go and get one too. So boom to the big old Aura brush, great people. So and then all with all, I thank you all. I appreciate you all, and as well, shouts out to my lovely wife, Miss Krista Jones, for being on this here podcast episode today um, because she makes my life just a little bit better. Okay. And hopefully yours as well. So in whatever transition you are dealing with, definitely know that you have somebody that is here for you and that will be here, us here with you to talk you through it. If that is something that you need or want for us to do. But in the meantime, in between time, know that God is with you and never leave you, nor forsake you. And uh, always hear from him when you're trying to make the next decision to do whatever it is you feel like you should do. Okay. Ask, pray, and then hear and do. So, with that being said, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Until the next video. Have fun, great people. Live life. Because life is to be lived. (laughs) Ha ha!